0: From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all of the places, or you're listening to us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, uh, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She's Ashley Pickle.
1: Hi, friends. Do you need like water or something? Not no, Yeah. Okay. I'm good. I, I got water.
0: <laughs> today is Tuesday, March 29th, 2022, 240 days. Until Thanksgiving, happy birthday to Cy Young, who would be 155 today. Oh, wow. Episode 1,357. On today's show, friends, uh, we are going to take a look at the most productive uh, Texas high school football receivers in 2022, kind of rounding out our series, taking a look at the most uh, productive returning Texas high school football receivers Uh, in 2022. We did passers, we did uh, rushers, now we'll round it all out with receivers. Uh, In the back half of the show, yesterday we had an opportunity to chat with the new head coach at Corpus Christi Cal Allen, uh, Coach Steve Campbell, who of course is taking over for the all-time winningest coach in Texas high school football history, uh, Phil Danaher. Uh, We had a great conversation with him about uh, uh, the job and uh, the challenges, the unique challenges of taking over for uh, one of the most iconic coaches ever. Mm -hmm. He's a guy who's been an assistant for Coach Danaher for for 38 years. And so um, finally getting an opportunity to sit in the big chair that uh, he admits that he is not comfortable in. So, <laughs> uh, we will hear from Coach Steve Campbell of Corpus Christi Calon coming up here at the back half of the program. Do we have first four through the door?
1: We sure do. It was Nick Morton, Aaron Arbuckle, Coach Terry Crawford, and Rob Hadaway. Welcome in, fellas.
0: Welcome in, friends. Uh, a reminder, uh, texasfootball.com slash subscribe. If you want the 2022 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football uh, mailed to you before it hits newsstands, go to Texas. Texasfootball.com slash subscribe, um, and we will get that out to you. We got a a letter from a gentleman today who wanted to uh, subscribe, and uh, we appreciate that. Fantastic.
1: Go that guy.
0: If you want to mail us a check, you can mail us a check. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I've got a piece going up on Texas football. It's Math Tuesday.
1: Math Tuesday. Um, Thank you. I was really concerned you weren't going to say it, and my heart was starting to hurt.
0: Sorry. Sorry. I've uh, got a piece going up on texasfootball.com today about the top returning receivers in Texas high school football uh, heading into the 2022 season. Uh, and it, it's, it's a weird – it uh, talking about receivers is an odd conversation simply because they are so much at the mercy of who's throwing them the ball. Right. Right. Um, and it's, it's one of those f- classic football chicken-and-egg situations. And and I would say it's even more stark than... Um, uh, like, you hear this all the time, that great running backs are nothing without a great offensive, offensive line. line.
1: But that's not necessarily true.
0: Um, I would say that they're... Yeah, I mean... But... I don't know. It's 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 a little bit it's a little bit odd that I think there's a a, a different dynamic between running or wide receivers and their quarterbacks. Um, I would use the example of a guy like Braden Locke. Braden mm-hmm. Locke was the quarterback for Rockwall from 2019, 2020, 2021. In twenty nineteen, he really broke on the scene, uh, and thanks in large part to Jackson, Jackson Smith, Smith and, the Jigba. and Jigba, right? Uh, he threw nearly half of his forty three hundred yards to Jackson Smith and Jigba. So, obviously, I don't think it goes without saying that the wide receiver who is at the Ohio State and started Mm in the Rose Bowl uh, made Braden Locke look good. Yeah. But, also, Braden Locke went on to throw for another 6,800 yards over the next two seasons.
1: And you have to get it there before they can really be counted as receiving
0: yards. And so, it wasn't even... um, It was kind of... um, you know, for for uh, that's a perfect example of it's a symbiotic relationship between receivers and quarterbacks, and so you've got to have both. You know, you've got to have both. I, I think that you can have the number one receiver in the country, but if you don't have a quarterback or you don't have, let's say, the right scheme, mm-hmm. then it doesn't matter. You can also have the best quarterback in the state.
1: Yeah, that that would have been like Jackson Smith and Najigba playing for a slot T team. Exactly. Like, right. what's the purpose there? You but, know.
0: But you can also have the best quarterback in the state. But if nobody can catch the ball, Mm -hmm. uh, then it doesn't necessarily matter. So there's a a strange symbiotic relationship. And and, and I found that kind of breaking down the receivers is the toughest one of these three to break down. The other two I think are a little bit self-evident and stuff. There's a little bit of more nuance I think that goes into um, uh, talking about the receivers. And so um, let's, let's talk a little bit about the, 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 the most decorated receivers coming back, the most productive receivers coming back in 2022. Um, and some of these are going to be, I think, a little bit interesting. We'll start with the, the, the gentleman who is the leading receiver in, in Texas high school football, uh, returning to 2022, uh, in 2022, and that's Lonnie Atkinson. Lonnie Atkinson, the, the wide receiver at Corpus Christi Miller. Um, he was fantastic in 2020 as a mm-hmm. sophomore. He was terrific in 2021, and now he returns as the state's leading returning receiver and remember, he did that with two different quarterbacks. Yeah, he did with uh, Andy Boddy in 2020, and now Jaden Brown in 2021. And by the way, Jaden Brown was on our quarterback list. Jaden Brown's coming back, mm-hmm. so that's certainly uh, uh, noteworthy that you're going to have uh, the, you know one of the top returning re- quarterbacks throwing to one of the top throwing to the top returning mm-hmm. wide receiver. Uh, the second place, maybe you go to somewhere you didn't think about, which is El Paso Eastwood. Um, and their quarterback or their wide receiver Curtis Murillo, mm-hmm. who was outstanding as a junior and will come back as a senior, uh, there for the Troopers, uh, and 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 you know they have to replace a quarterback. Andrew Martinez is gone, but they are you know the the, the style of offense that they run out there is going to be pretty um pretty high octane. And what they made it to the third round? I believe that's correct. Third they made round? it to the third round. Um, Jordan Tyson. Uh, Maybe, you know, we didn't talk a ton about Allen last year. I think just because by Allen's standards, it was only an an okay year. Yeah, they
1: lost a district game. Right.
0: But they did have one of the most most, uh, prolific receivers in the state in Jordan Tyson, who uh, very nearly got to 1,500 yards last year. He's actually the third leading receiver coming back and a guy who will have his quarterback coming back. Then you have four and five. Mm -hmm. And we group those guys together because... Well, they played for the same team. And and this is rather remarkable. I can't remember this happening, where you had two guys in Trajan Butler and Darian Galette, who are the number four and number five returning receivers in the state, both coming back and also... Their quarterback's coming back. Mm -hmm. He was on there. Desmond Woodson was on the when we did the top 10 returning passers. We talked about him. He's coming back. And so if you want to buy some stock into a team, Mm -hmm. Marlon, at least the offensive side, is looking uh, pretty darn good. Um, I would say probably the most underrated guy and maybe the maybe the most underrated guy on this list comes in at number six and David Charo, the wide receiver from uh, Seymour, who led 2A in receptions last year, uh, all of 2A, uh, as a sophomore, and he is now the sixth leading receiver returning. Landon Ransom is kind of in that same way. We talked a little bit about his quarterback, Jacob Wilson, mm-hmm. when we talked about the quarterbacks. I believe he was third or fourth as far as uh, fourth, leading receivers yeah. coming back. Um and he's going to have his number one target back in Landon Ransom who is a 1,400-yard receiver. Uh, Rowan Fluellen uh, helped guide uh, Gilmer to a state championship game. He will be back although he will have a new quarterback with Brandon Tennyson mm-hmm. off to the next level. In the Central Texas area, Little River Academy had Scout Brazil, uh, who was uh, really outstanding for the Bumblebees. And then down in, um, and then down in in Port Nages Groves, uh, Chance Prospery, mm-hmm. uh, the wide receiver for for PNG, uh, really paced the Indians' high-powered attack uh, last year. And will be back for another go-round here at uh, there at uh, at, at Groves down there in the Golden Triangle. Uh, what is interesting? Uh, there are in total eighteen receivers who had at least 1,200 yards receiving last year that are coming back for another season. Wow. Um, The ones who didn't make the list, uh, Lewis Williams from Conroe, Mm -hmm. uh, Devin Matthews from Seguin, Kyle Koch from Dripping Springs, who's going to have Austin Novosad throwing back to him, Uh, Jaden Greathouse from Austin Westlake, Mm -hmm. uh, which is pretty remarkable considering, like,
1: I feel like that's a name we've heard for the past 800 years (laughs)
0: right well because he started as a
1: freshman right sure
0: Uh, but Uh, he he won't have Kate club. he won't have Kate Clubnick but I have no doubt that they'll find a quarterback there at Westlake Uh, Jaden Porter sophomore sensation there at Lorena Mm -hmm. uh, was a 1200 yard receiver another El Paso kid El Paso Franklin's Bo Sparks was a 1200 yard passer uh, a Marion, uh, a Marian, rather, Henry from Keller uh, was a 1,200 yard receiver. And the same with the DFW Metroplex and rounding out the 1,200 yard receivers who are coming back. Walker Mulkey, the wide receiver from Flower Mound, is back. And so there's 18 guys who, if you expand it to thousand, there's a few other guys who who not, uh, got to the thousand yard mark. Uh, but I think it's interesting, and, and I would say at, at first glance, and I don't I don't have this in front of me. But I would say at first glance, about half of these guys, maybe a little more than half of these guys, have their quarterback coming back.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say is that was kind of the most shocking thing if as we're going down that list, oh, he's back, and he's yeah. back, and he's back.
0: Yeah, Lonnie Atkinson's got his quarterback back. Jordan Tyson's got his back. Trajan Butler and Darian Gillette have their quarterback mm-hmm. back. Landon Ransom, for sure, have their quarterback back. There may be a couple of others on that top 10 that are going to have guys back. And then, as we mentioned, you know, Austin Novosad, the uh, the Baylor commit, mm-hmm. is back for Dripping Springs to throw to Kyle Koch. So there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of big time receiving talent in the state of Texas that is back for another season that's that's kind of established and what i think is what i think is interesting this is the only place by the way if you're interested in this kind of thing i believe this is the only category we went through that has uh, that the, the state's leading receiver uh, is not back uh, after after uh, last year uh, the, and you take a look at the leading receiver in 2021 too 2021 rather I can look this up really quickly um I believe it was oh this is hard to do on the on the fly um but there was I'm sure oh Koyakin. Koyakin from Stephen mm-hmm. yes was the state's leading
1: because receiver. Ryder Lambert is back but Ryder is Lambert not. is
0: back but koakin will not be koaken was a 2100 yard receiver last year um so uh, he will not have the uh you know a Koi Aiken is gone. He's off to Texas Tech. But we will see, you know, how they replace the weaponry on the outside for Ryder Lambert. But again, it's one of those things where for a receiver to be productive, there's got to be a, 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 a variety of different things uh, that come through. And so, yeah, that's uh, – that is going to be it's it's very interesting. Koyakin was, I believe, the only the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ninth guy in UIL Texas high school football eleven man history at the top two thousand yards receiving. Um, so they will have to replace that, but they've certainly got they'll certainly have weapon weaponry out there at Stephenville, and we know they'll have a quarterback. So um, interesting to take a look at. That's a piece going up on TexasFootball.com. The top returning uh, Texas high school football receivers in twenty twenty two. We are Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. A lot of good stuff up there uh, right now. Uh, Mike Craven has started his, uh, his burning questions. Um, series for college mm-hmm. football. So he's got, I believe, three burning questions uh, for the Texas Longhorns up there on TexasFootball.com. So you can go check that out. And then there's another great uh, article there from uh, Matt Stepp, his most intriguing Texas high school football hires in 2022. So uh, go check that out with, as the coaching carousel continues to spin. Uh, go to TexasFootball.com to uh, check out all the content we got cooking over there. Yesterday, um, at about uh, yesterday afternoon, we had a great opportunity to have uh, Coach Steve Campbell on the phone. Steve Campbell is the longtime defensive coordinator for Corpus Christi Cal Allen. Like, long time. <laughs> 38 years. Um, who now takes over for head coach Phil Danher. Phil Danher retired after a, uh, a remarkable career. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the winningest coach in Texas high school football history. Uh, and Steve Campbell kind of, you know, Steve Campbell was the longtime assistant there there i even asked him when we talked i was like did you ever have an opportunity to go elsewhere did you want to go elsewhere?" and uh he had some really interesting questions well now answer well now he's got the opportunity to lead uh one of the most decorated programs in texas high school football and and took over for a legend uh really fascinating conversation here's our conversation with corpus christian callong head coach steve campbell here on texas football today Pickle, it's been almost 40 years since we've been able to describe anybody as the new head football coach of the Corpus Christi Callan Wildcats. Uh, We can do that now. We're joined on the phone line now uh, by the new head coach of Corpus Christi Callan, Coach Steve Campbell.
2: Coach, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you?
0: I'm doing excellent. How are things down there in Corpus Christi?
2: Um, Well, we've had some some cold weather. Mm -hmm. It's not real good conducive for baseball and track right now, but we're... We're working hard down here trying to get ready for another season.
0: You know, that's actually an interesting place to start. You mentioned track. I know that, that you know, we'll talk a lot about football here in, in in a minute, but but a lot of your uh time and energy there, at Cal Allen, over the past three Thirty odd, thirty something years has been on the track. uh, Has been on the track team, and um, and I believe sixteen district championships there uh, with uh, with the Wildcats. How important do you feel like you you guys' track success has been to what has been obviously success on the football field?
2: Yeah, I'm a I'm a firm believer that uh, track does nothing but help you. Uh, in all sports uh, you know if you read even about Tiger Woods he talks about how he did track and uh, there's a lot of lot of pro athletes that um, that think um, track is very conducive to making you a better athlete and better athlete and uh, that's not just for men it's for women as well but no I've been a, a big advocate for for track for my 40 years of coaching and nothing will that you could tell me whatever tell me and it would change my mind or make me feeling different because at the end of every year uh, we have a banquet and i have everybody stand up in that banquet when i ask them i i asked them i said you know if y'all have either thrown your implement farther you've either jumped higher or longer or run faster at the end of the year or faster than you've ever run in your life and 99 percent of them will stand up mm-hmm and so uh it's it's pretty evident that there's some advantages to running track
0: uh you you've, you've- you're taking over as, as the head coach there at, at Cal Allen taking over for the retiring Phil Danaher, no pressure or anything, but this yeah. is, uh, you've, you've of course been with coach Danaher for, uh, for his, his 38 years there uh, at Cal Allen. And, and I'm interested, you know, I know that, I know that, you know, around uh, there've been kind of some scuttlebutt and some, you know, some things about you being the, the, the next coach there. But when you finally got the, the higher, when it, when it finally became official, I'm, I'm interested in, 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 what your feelings were in the, in that moment.
2: Well, you know, <laughs> there, there's there been some definite hesitation about the whole thing. You know, I, I've been coaching for 40 years. I'm 63 years old, and, and there's always a saying in this business that you never follow a legend. And, uh, you know, you're kind of sticking your neck out when you do something like that. And uh, so, you know, I, I don't mind telling you, I've been kind of apprehensive and, mm. and afraid of uh, – uh, making you know letting some people down or uh, there's there's just a lot of pressure on doing the right thing and keeping this thing going here at Cal Allen
0: well it's you know obviously what coach Danher was able to do they're the winningest coach in Texas high school football history uh it's it's big shoes to fill but but at the same time you've you've been a key part of that those wins as well you've been as defensive coordinator for for more than 30 years and and I'm interested if you could if you could describe the relationship that you you have with with Coach Danaher because you know you're you're his as longest as tenured assistant by a by a healthy margin, uh, and so I'm I'm interested. Could you could you describe what that what your relationship with Coach Danaher is like?
2: It's, uh, it's yeah, you know he had about ten years on me whenever I, uh, I came over here and interviewed for this job, um, and um, we. Um, we were both very passionate about about the sport of football we're very passionate about um, being around young people and and um, and coaching athletics and being a good example and and so uh, we had a lot of things in common in that regard and uh, we were we both extremely um, competitive and never wanted to once we started winning. There's even more pressure on you to uh, to keep that thing going, but uh, we've always had a, a good relationship. In fact, uh, it was kind of funny. I was talking to a coach down at valley, and uh, he said that uh, every time the word Phil Dannerher was brought up, the next the next name out of their mouth was Steve Campbell, mm-hmm. and and the comparison he made, he, he said y'all are like peanut butter and jelly, <laughs> and I thought that was kind of humorous.
0: Yes, most certainly we're talking with Steve Campbell, the new head coach at Corpus Christi Cal here on Texas football today, get involved with the conversation and hashtag TF today coach. Um, uh, one thing I've, I've, I've always been interested in, you know, you've been there and and been an extremely successful assistant there at the, at Cal for, for a long time. Um, and, and in this, in this business, in this industry, when you have success, your phone rings, and, and people call and say, Hey, uh, are you interested in this job? I'm sure interested in that job. I'm, you know, uh, but you, you stayed there at Cal Allen and I'm, I'm interested if there was ever a time where you, you, you thought about leaving or if this was just the, the place for you.
2: Yeah, there, there, I did apply for a couple of jobs around here and, um, I, for whatever reason, didn't get them. But, um, uh, Jim Clyburn was a long time assistant around here also. Mm-hmm. And, um, He coached with Coach Dannerhurst for many years. He was our offensive line coach, and he told me a long time ago that a uh, good assistant's job is always a lot better than a bad head coaching job, and so I kind of always kept that in mind. Um, Another thing that always kept me here is that that I have a very close family and and also an extended family. My mom and dad um, and my sister and brother-in-law hardly ever miss a game. I mean, they have season tickets, and so uh, it's it's, – It's, it's been a family operation around here for a long time and, and, um, always appreciate those, my family coming to the game and always tried to make them proud of, um, of, you know, what I was doing and wanted them to be proud of me in the community.
0: Well, the, the community aspect belies another fact, which is that you're, you know, you're a Corpus guy. You, you went to, you went to Ray, uh, you know, you played high school ball at Ray. And then of course you, you, before you were at Calon, you were there at, at Teloso Midway for a couple of years. Uh, uh, so for you to get the opportunity to be a head coach and, and to get that opportunity in Corpus Christi, does that make it particularly special for you?
2: yeah it does um i i was extremely flattered um after um they announced that i was going to get the job and i had no less than 250 texts and uh just about as many phone calls from people around the community and really ex-football players that called me and uh congratulated me on the job and uh, i was extremely flattered and um uh, like i said i i've i've uh my extended family and friends that's been around here, you know, I was, like you said, I went to Ray High School, graduated in 1977, and there's still some people around here that I don't, I don't want to be that person that they read in the newspaper that did something wrong. I want to be that person in, on TV and, and the newspaper that did something right. And so um, uh, I always wanted to, you know, make sure that I made my friends and family proud.
0: Uh and and finally coach you know we we mentioned that it's it's been a long time since there's been a new head coach there but uh and and you are as closely tied to coach Danaher as, as anybody uh, but I'm interested in in what a, a a Steve Campbell coached Wildcats team is going to look like uh you know every coach if it ain't broke don't fix it and there are few programs as 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 in good shape as Cal Allen is but I'm interested in 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 how you balance Keeping, you know, the tradition alive of everything you guys have been doing while still putting your own stamp on the program. Do you have a feel quite yet on, on, on how you'll you'll split that difference?
2: Well, I'm gonna i I'm gonna stay on the defensive side of the ball. That's what that's what I know best. I've uh, I've coached the secondary for every year for forty straight years of, mm-hmm. of my career and and that's what I played in high school and tried to play in college. Um but I'm going to stay on that side. So there's not going to be a whole lot of things changing there. Um, And the offensive side, we're going to, uh, we actually had some offensive meetings and uh, I've actually said, listen, y'all need, even though I'm not an offensive coach, I'm going to tell you what drives me crazy. (laughs) And that's, we're going to do we're going to change a few things here and there and we're going to try to make the opposing defenses go crazy like i do and and put me through all that stress and torture and we're going to try to do that to our opponents so there's going to be a few little things that that we're going to do to um um to in some of it is what we did years ago and, and and it kind of disappeared for one reason or another but we're going to kind of get back to some of those things
0: He's Steve Campbell. He's the new head coach of the Corpus Christi Callan Wildcats. Coach, congratulations again on the new job. We can't wait to see what you do with the Wildcats.
2: Thank you very much. Thank you for the opportunity. There is Steve Campbell,
0: the new head coach of Corpus Christi Callan, uh, taking over the big chair there, uh, very big chair. He told us afterwards that uh, he's he's gotten very confused about going into what he still thinks is Coach Danaher's office. Which
1: Every time he talked about it, he called it, Coach, Coach Danaher's office. office. Right,
0: it's uh, a force of habit, and I, 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 told him I was like, Coach, I got bad news. It's probably not, it's probably Mm-mm. not going to go. Away.
1: His, he said his new secretary decorated it for him, and was like, Coach, that that's your office, yeah, and he's you, like, No, no, it's not. You can go in there, <laughs> um,
0: but uh, you know, old habits are hard to hard to break. But uh, well, excited to see what he does, and 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 interested to see how. Allen is different in uh, under the the Steve Campbell regime uh, as opposed to Coach uh, Phil Daner. Obviously, they worked really closely together for a number of years, so I wouldn't expect them to suddenly go to the air raid and you know change exactly the, you know, change into the the, the you know ten-one defense, but yeah. Um, but I, I think that there will be, you know, he kind of alluded to it, I think there will be a, a few small changes to what they look like. Mainly
1: and, offensively, I think, because yeah. he said he's he's pretty set and, and still yeah. with his defense, which well, makes sense. defense
0: <laughs> going to stay the same, and he's been coaching secondary If it ain't so. broke, don't fix it. Exactly right. So, we appreciate Steve Campbell hopping on with us yesterday. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle from America's Second Favorite Segment. Final thoughts?
1: I um, want to remind everyone to hit the red subscribe button on our YouTube page. I mm. know that, like, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of a weird time of year right now, and people are like, oh, sorry, we've been missing the show. If you've been missing the show, it's perfectly fine if you want to still see the content Mm -hmm. we put everything on our YouTube page so go hit that subscribe button it'll let you know when it comes out it's it's not like a money subscription it just is a nice little alert system yes
0: and from the corrections department um we did a, a segment at the beginning of this about um about the top 10 leading receivers uh, coming back. Jordan Tyson from Allen did, in fact, graduate. He signed with Colorado. Uh, so I have adjusted that. When the story goes up, it will, be, uh, it will reflect that, but I apologize. That was incorrect. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Campbell's, And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to Steve Campbell of Corpus Christi, Cal Island, for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please be your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.